This episode is brought to you by Stitch Fix. Love trying new fashion trends, but find it all a little intimidating? With Stitch Fix, refreshing your wardrobe has never been easier. They figured out the new 2024 trends, so you don't have to. Just give your stylist your size, style, and budget preferences, and they'll send you five just-for-you pieces, plus outfit recommendations and pro styling advice. Refresh your 2024 wardrobe now and get started today at stitchfix.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to Mission Daily. If you want to get your question or exclamation or idea onto the show or in front of myself or Stephanie, we want to hear it. We want to hear it. Text us at 833-308-0863. You can click the link in the show notes and we would love to hear from you. Now let's get on to the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Good. How are you doing? For another episode of Mission Daily here with Chad and Steph. We hope you're doing well. We know we are. Steph, what are we talking about today? Bob and Doug. Do you know who these people are? I don't. Fill me in. The two astronauts who got a ride on the Crew Dragon are coming home. Oh, nice. So they're the astronauts that they packed themselves into the SpaceX spacecraft. And the I Dragon think it was, capsule. Mm-hmm, yeah, back in May. They're headed home. August 2nd. That's great news. Yeah, it's the first launch that we've had before this. It was Russia that was having to ferry us to and from the International Space Station. So this is a big, big, big milestone. Yep. You're going to be splashing down in the Atlantic Ocean. Can you imagine what that's like? It's got to be pretty wild. I always imagine, what is that one uh, movie? Is it, I'm going to botch the actor's name. Is it Anne Hathaway? Sandra Bullock, grabbed it. Yeah, <laughs> close. Close. Almost got it. Where she's just like, ah, and like in her little rocket coming home and lands on a beach or something like that. Yeah, it is. That's what I imagine with um, Bob and Doug. Ballers. Yeah, it's, I mean, they're, they got a safe version of that. Um, yeah, much safer. everything was smooth. Yeah, I think that's interesting how we're finally getting back to doing things uh, in a big, big way, doing things ourselves. And I think partnerships between government institutions like NASA and SpaceX are obvious solutions to a lot of the challenges that we face because so many people want to rally against big government or this or that or say this type of economic system's best and we need to do this. Uh, When in reality, it's just partnering with whoever's out there uh, to solve a problem. And None of these companies are companies that can do it on their own. And I think the more these companies and institutions and government service enterprises and things like that can just partner together, um, we can drop the labels around things and just focus on solving problems. Like, i.e., we haven't been to the International Space Station on our own accord. We're using Russia, who we're, you know, like in this cold cyber war with or have Mm -hmm. been, uh, (laughs) have obviously been in like a literal cold war for a long time before that got to get away from stuff like that. And we're only going to get away by partnering. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I thought that was fun. August 2nd, they'll be back. And yeah, I just 
I thought that that launch did not get enough hype around it, like how big of a deal it was. So yeah, that's for sure. Like more people should be talking about Bob and Doug. Yeah, and I think just in general too of uh, starting to open up that frontier as we start to get talk about satellite internet and things of that nature. There's just a lot that we can do to increase opportunity for everyone in the world. So the developing world, like there's not many people that have access to high speed internet and whether it's as an educational tool or, you know, means of banking for so many people, it's critical that they have internet. And so with satellite internet, this is an obvious path towards that. And Mm -hmm. for those of you who don't know, like SpaceX is obviously moving towards Starlink, it's a satellite internet service. And then other people like Blue Origin are competing in this space. And this is really like a mission critical thing that we figure out internet for the majority of people on earth because it's such a low cost solution to a lot of our you know biggest challenges and helping everyone kind of get up to speed and uh, laying that educational framework across the world. So Yeah, I wonder, gotta check in with Alphabet, see what they're doing because they had Project Loon. Yeah, with the balloons. Yeah, where they launch the balloons in the stratosphere and beam down internet. <laughs> I heard it got scaled back, but oh. I was kind of surprised about that because it seems like such a yeah low cost way to start testing this idea. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Let's follow up on it. But yeah, I agree. Giving internet access to people is what's going to open up the whole world for yeah more economic and everything prosperity. Yeah. And just to get the, the capital kind of flowing around more, it's vital that we have more participants that are kind of empowered with technology and able to learn things like, you know, basic history. Sometimes we take that for granted that we have a decent educational, public educational system in the U.S. that, you know, the second you step outside that, like many countries don't, many countries are better. It's like, so there's a whole spectrum out there. But generally, I think it's going to be a very cool world where people can be empowered with this, these supercomputers that are hooked up. Yeah, I agree. So who are you talking to this week? What interviews do you have coming up? Let's see. So I'm talking to more uh, CEOs or founders of their own companies. I've been getting in the habit of doing that periodically. That's been really beneficial for me just to expand my mindset around. Because um, before I knew some of these people did that they talked to you know, their peers or they were a part of these CEO groups or whatever, but I didn't know how often they did it. And I didn't know that they relied on it to solve a lot of their problems. They relied on these groups um, pretty heavily. So that's been good for me to start branching out more and uh, accepting that, okay, this is something that's like an industry standard for a reason. And uh, for anyone listening, like it doesn't matter what your title is, but if you have an affinity group or uh, if you search out one, it's going to be a great investment of your time. So don't don't think of investments just in terms of capital. How you invest your time is, is critical. So whatever your industry, whatever your profession, a lot of the things that you don't know how that you're even struggling with, you're going to be encountering on these groups or on these calls with people. And often they prompt, you know, solutions to problems you didn't even know you had. That's yeah. the best way of putting it. Yeah. That's why whenever I read posts where people are like, say no to the meetings, just say no to all these meetings that people are requesting of you. I don't know. I'm in the habit of saying yes to a lot of them because I've actually gotten a lot of valuable information from attending something that I wasn't really sure like if someone wanted my help or like what they were looking for or if I even could help them. But you don't realize um, what you can get from something. I just just go for it. Just try or it. what you can bring to it, too. Yeah, that was too. The, one of the most surprising things for me, too, is that some of the insights that I have because of the work we do, um, they transferred to this space. Um, in the one case, it's like the space is data and the other space 
is uh, higher education. I took for granted that a lot of these insights um, transferred well there and yeah. they kind of plugged gaps in these other folks like mental models that they were using to kind of solve their ind- industries. And then uh, same for me, like a lot of the things that they're doing in higher education and the shifts that are happening right now across all kinds of different colleges as they're trying to figure out this huge challenge. Um, yeah. Are, are vital to what we're trying to solve with yeah. media. So yeah, yeah a lot right. of overlap. It's good to always explore other industries too. Cause how many ideas do you get by checking out new technologies or just seeing like things that are completely, you know, not relevant to what you're even doing, can't even help your business day. And like, I'll go about exploring different things that I find and have a ton of ideas that can influence our product, our podcast, you know, our newsletters, all from just kind of going down a wormhole every once in a while and finding something that maybe I wouldn't have stumbled on otherwise, because it's so outside like media and podcasts and, you know, the things that we work on. Yeah. You got to expand your comfort zone of where you're getting your, uh, or you got to expand your informational wells or however you yeah, define that, where you're getting insights from. Informational wells. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of the ring. <laughs> you why would it be? I don't know why you go to a negative horror reference, but. Well, whenever I hear well, that's what I think about. You don't think about that anymore? You're weird. No, I try to leave it behind. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It is pretty scary. I should try and package that one up. Leave that back in the 2000s, huh? Yeah. Leave it, leave the terror behind. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think it's uh, really interesting now when we're starting to like, you know, we're going through the reopening and then people are pulling back. And there's really this whole question of like what the new normal looks like. And you can get your fingers on the pulse of what it looks like just by remembering to interact with people because it's easy to get siloed off. It's easy to get, you know, in your own quarantine type routine and you don't want to get stagnant there. You want to keep reaching out and you want to stay connected with, with people, with different folks out there because what they're seeing, what's going on in the front lines of their world and their industry um, it's, it's just important to keep yourself up to date and the realities of what's going on are going to be different from everything that you see in the news. Like the news might be a decent way to get ideas, but you're going to have to sift through a bunch of the FUD in order to do so. FUD, and define it. People might not know. Uncertainty, doubt, yeah. uh, what the media is best at. And remembering to connect directly with people and people at the front lines of their respective industries, uh, it's just so important right now. Um, to yeah. just basically cheer each other on too, because everybody's, you know, the old saying that everybody's fighting a battle that you know nothing about couldn't be more true these days. So the more that you can remember that and, you know, reaching out to your friends, keeping them encouraged and sharing those ideas, uh, it's going to be critical to making sure that the new normal is beautiful, not terror, sad, written or <laughs> inspired by the ring, which you unfortunately brought up. <laughs> now you're thinking about it. <laughs> I am, but I'm going to push that out of my head as I go for a run here. Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. Mission Daily is your number one show for executives, for entrepreneurs, and for everybody out there in the struggle of becoming a better person. Smash subscribe, rate and review, send it to a friend, do whatever you have to do, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Steph, you know what? Hmm. We launched our first podcast back in March of 2018. So long ago, our little baby podcasts. <laughs> our podcasts have grown. They're not babies anymore. Nope. And the first podcast we launched back in March of 2018 was called The Story. Mm-hmm. And it won Best of 2018 by Apple. 
that podcast was brought to you by Salesforce. All of our podcasts now in our network are brought to you by world-class enterprises. They sponsor them. They help create this original content. We could not do it without their help. If you are a marketer, if you work inside a company or an enterprise and you need original content and marketing campaigns, we would love to work with you. Head over to mission.org slash studios and learn more. We'll connect with you. We'll create an original proposal and you might be surprised with what you hear. Dun, dun, dun. Mission.org slash studios or click the link in our show notes. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word, and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.